Hello, you're listening to the Art Therapy Podcast, and I'm Ted Katina. Uh, this is what I hope to be many uh, art talks, working title, where uh, I find uh, friends and artists that I know and hope to pick their brain a little bit and try to get a bit at their creative process, depending on whatever they do in their craft. Hopefully, as the show goes on, I'll be able to get a lot of artists and people who have very interesting stories about their art and their creativity. So this is the first one. I recorded this around uh, the fall time, which was uh, many, many months ago. So uh, we'll see how it turns out. Hello. Uh, welcome to uh, the Art Therapy Podcast. And this is kind of a different thing, which is more of a discussion. I was going to plan on writing specific episodes but this is a more of an informal conversation and everything. Um, and I'm with a, a, sp- a special guest. His his name is his name is uh, what's your name? It's Bryce. Oh, it's Bryce. Hey guys, how are you? Bryce Elder. Hey he, Ted. Yeah. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I've this is the first time I've met him today. Yep. So we yeah. haven't known each other for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. I was walking down the street. This guy came up to me and he said, I've "Got this art therapy podcast. Love to have you on." And I said, "No." And now I'm tied to a chair. And <laughs> Check it out. Please send help. These are the latitude and longitude coordinates. Yep. I'm yeah. doing uh, Morse code with my, with with your, my blinks, but yeah, no one can see it. It's a podcast, <laughs> no so we can't see it. I'm screwed. Cool. So uh, this is technically the first podcast, so I guess we'll just introduce ourselves. Okay. Um, I'm Ted Katina. I already said that. But um, I'm primarily a filmmaker, uh, and I have like a YouTube channel with a couple of film things. That's my main focus and career choice but i also do a bunch of other things i've been getting into writing i'm doing a uh, writing competition in november NaNoWriMo, so there's that going on i've been getting into more painting and stuff just a bunch of creative fields but filmmaking is my favorite one and that's kind of what i want to do so that's me and you are hey um i'm bryce bryce elder and i go to uh school for uh, communication design and it's kind of just uh, graphic design and animation should, sort should of my school, yeah. sort of thing i'm, oh, I'm not going to say what school i go to oh, okay uh, yeah, that's a good point. but yeah i'm gonna keep that oh, okay. i'm not scared that anyone's gonna find me or oh, kill me sure. but, yeah. um yeah so I, I go for that i've always been doing graphic design and i i have a youtube channel and i've had other youtube channels and we, ted and i have had a youtube channel and <laughs> there's been a lot of youtube channels but i like i like video editing and all that and i do um in my free time, if I'm not doing schoolwork that's graphic design related, I'm out. Uh, I have a forge with my father, and we together make swords and helmets and it's dope and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's cool. And I like helping Ted with uh, filmmaking whenever mm-hmm. we get free time over break. True. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, I, I I'm going to a school that's like art and design for film and TV. So I, I was going to mention that. I guess I won't mention. I'll probably mention it at some point. I mean, yeah, it doesn't on. matter. No one's gonna. I mean, like it's a big. St- they're big schools, so like yeah, I didn't. I just didn't want to spew information about. That's true. Like right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Like a general. Yeah. Overview. True. I have to burp to. <laughs> just do it. Just. <laughs> I didn't want to burp like right. I to, have, don't know why. Well, you I, mentioned, I mentioned it, it, so like it's yeah. not even. Okay. Well, uh, I have a couple questions that okay. are sort of info. I guess the first one is, um, I think even if we're not even like beyond artists and stuff, I think that people incorporate have to incorporate a lot of imagination and sort of creativity into their lives and to basic problem solving and to, you know, uh, create things out of their head or gathering inspiration from the world. So I think why or how 
do you, um, how does your creative process work and how do you get uh, creativity and imagination like flowing when you're like working on things or like in everyday life and all that, I guess. Yeah. Is that, are you, do, are we both going to answer that? Do I get yeah, yeah, I'll answer. Well? You can go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I don't know. I, I play a lot of video games. I play a lot of video games with you mm-hmm. and I, I think I take a lot of inspiration from um, other people's work. I guess uh, when it comes to video games, we do a lot of a lot of creative games, and uh, I, I like being able to explore an idea or concept in someone else's medium. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, so yeah, someone can make. Uh, well, people do that with fan fiction and stuff like that, where they someone's already made a world, and you can kind of create your own sort of thing inside of it. And I think mm-hmm. that that's that's a neat way to explore um, ideas. Where if you're going to write a short story, you could do it on. Game of Thrones or something like that. I know your brother Ben does fan fiction for a lot of different works that he's a fan of. And True. I think that that's yeah. a cool way to kind of, you can kind of siphon off of someone else's creative process to yeah. kind of bring it into your own. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, I, I I don't know. I tend to find things that are interesting to me and kind of roll with those. So for uh, the Forge and whatnot, I, I think that Game of Thrones would have had a little bit of influence on Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I was watching it before I started doing the forging stuff. But all that stuff that I make, and the reason I find that cool is because those are things that I've seen on TV and enjoyed. So I, I do mm-hmm. that a lot in a lot of video game stuff too. So. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. And it's it's interesting because that's kind of how like we gather inspiration is that there's it's just things that we normally watch or like experience that we like and we sort of – draw what we like about that and try to like either recreate it or build off of it and stuff like that. It, yeah. it, there's this idea, I think Stephen Cleon, I don't know, he wrote, he wrote a book called Steal Like an Artist or something like that. And he said that nothing really, like there's, it's just an idea that there's not a lot of originality in art anymore, but the way we make originality is we draw from a lot of different inspirations to right. like, and we kind of make it our own thing. And that's kind of, that's kind of how, um, that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that, that's a little bit tough too. I never want to make something and, and look at it and say, if if I can look at it and go, oh, that's just Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. then I I feel kind of bad because you don't want to steal anything from anybody. But if you really enjoy something, it's hard to get that away from your creative process. True. You know what I mean, so. yeah, because you there, there it's, it's a very like applications of things that you enjoy and if you enjoy uh experiencing and watching it then you'll probably enjoy making it if it's similar it's a good way to you know build up uh your creative thinking and all that so yeah uh for me i try to incorporate uh that kind of like creative process to everything not just the obvious like art things that you would think about doing but just any kind of problem solving uh like outside of art where, like, sometimes there's a lot of things in the world that require lateral thinking, which, like, um, is a very different uh, outside-of-the-box way of thinking at things, um, where it's approaching more of the problem than the solution. And I think the problem with a lot of people is that they approach things a bit too logically and with certain I'm, – I'm very, like, abstract right now. But it's hard to reel it in. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, I try to – um, do something with like filmmaking and then something with like painting and then photography. Right. Keep it fresh. And writing with the same like process in mind. 
Like okay. I think it's it's a it's a similar like process that we all go through to like figure out the arts may be different, but the way we approach them are usually the same because they're from the same inspirations that we gather and all that. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting how we can get inspirations and apply it to a bunch of different mediums. Right. Well, there's and there's that overlap, right? So mm-hmm. when I'm out forging something, it's something that I have designed mm-hmm. and I've designed it from my ability to draw, which is not okay. <laughs> I say ability to draw. I'm not I don't think that I'm that great at drawing anything. But learning design from uh, the communication design major that I'm in mm-hmm. can it translates into a whole bunch of different things that are always really cool. And I learned how to do um hey there's that burp from earlier. <laughs> I, I learned how to do um Photoshop from YouTube and having to make YouTube thumbnails. And mm-hmm. I learned um, video editing just from making videos, which came from video games. Mm-hmm. And it all sort of, in a sort of roundabout way, kind of links back together. So the more things you learn about art, the easier it becomes to do a lot of different To, so like, apply it to different things. Right. And so, well, photography and filmmaking and um, painting and, and, and design and art in general all have, like, like, composition is something that you need to know for all of those. And if you didn't know composition, if you knew composition for painting, it might be easier to be, uh, to take pictures, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, for photography, because you already understand that concept, and it can kind of roll over into a whole bunch of other things. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think I like filmmaking so much, is that it's an art that combines a lot of different mediums. It combines yeah. acting and has um, set design for, like, like swords and armor and stuff right. like can you imagine like all of the set design that goes into game of thrones that'd be really cool to for do. that yeah exactly there's like all that 10 million dollars per episode yeah and writing there's just like a lot of things that get combined into filmmaking which is why i like it so much is that you can apply it to so many different things cool so okay. cool I definitely see that yeah that's a good first question i hope we answered that question yeah i started off really abstract <laughs> and then i was like you know, you got to reel it in. Yeah, really. So yeah. Hopefully, uh, we reeled it in adequately, That'd and be nice. someone could derive some sort of answer from <laughs> yeah. from whatever that was. But I can imagine, like, like eight minutes in, he's like, "What the fuck did <laughs> I just what is happening? What did I just listen to?" <laughs> what are you talk about Jesus. Okay, and so we're both at schools that kind of that are artistic, or at least like the classes we have have projects where we have to right. imply some sort of imagination and creativity into. Um, so I was just wondering how, uh, not just school, but just the idea of deadlines and someone like above you just sort of like cracking a whip and like, it's a bit strong, but like telling you to like, um, create something like when there's like, there was a bit at stake, there's, there's, there's grades at stake or in, in the professional world, like you're getting paid to do it and things like that. So how does that how is that, do you think, is different from, like, creating something as, like, a passion project independently? Uh, do you mind if I share, like, personal Go like, for anecdotal? It. Go okay. for it. Um, so in my Graphics 2 class, we just had a project that was, uh, we had to do a, um, like, a, a front cover and a back cover. The back cover included body copy, and the front cover was the name of a band. Mm-hmm. But not a band that you can just pick. We had to count off around the room from, like, A to Z. And whatever letter you got, you had to pick a 90s alternative band um, the, with the name. Their name has to start with that letter, and then you had to make your project based on that. 
I don't listen to 90s alternative, and if I do, it's not. I'm pretty sure most of the class didn't. Well, actually, everybody was super excited. I was the one person in the class that was like, oh. great. <laughs> but it just, the more, and I, I struggled with that project. We just turned it in the other day, and I went up for the critique, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> My project was so bad. But it was it was one of those things that it was tough to, I, I mean, I went out, and I, I downloaded the music, and I listened to the music, and I did, I did whatever. But uh, I tried to pick... Uh, uh, Creed and or, or Coldplay, both not my favorite band, but at least I knew them. And my professor vetoed them both, and she gave me a list Jeez. of uh, of bands that started with C. And it was just the most difficult thing to pick a band I've never heard of mm-hmm. that I don't care about. I listen to the music, music. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. And then to go through it and make a project that's as good as something else that I would make was very difficult. And I just the the more they take away your avenues for. Uh, being excited about mm-hmm. something, uh, the harder it is for me to, to pull off a good project. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, I think a lot of a lot of my projects start conceptually. If they're not conceptually strong, I'm not very versatile in like how I can execute them to make it. You know, like you don't have a good idea, but you did it very well, so it sort mm-hmm. of balances out. I, I feel like it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I if if they well, my my main point is. The, the more those deadlines show up, or not necessarily deadlines, but the more they take away your ability for creative control over the project, I think the, mm. the harder it gets for me to be able to actually make anything of quality. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Uh, definitely with, like, when someone chooses, like, the material that you're working with, because, like, usually with uh, creating things, like, you usually do what you know or what you, like, enjoy. And when someone picks the topic for you is going to, it's kind of hard to relate to it right without pulling your own inspiration and stuff um but i think actually deadlines help me a little bit because um i'm, I'm thinking about like two different like projects that i work on one was for school and they had like a grade for it and a deadline yeah and like the other one was i kind of set my own deadline or like i decided to like work on it as a side project mm-hmm. and with a lot of stuff that i and I'm sure a lot of people like work on by themselves. Sometimes they procrastinate it, with it a bit because there's not a lot of stakes for it. Yeah. So like, um, I don't know. There's been a lot of films where I've just like, it's just sitting on a hard drive somewhere. I've never done anything with it because it was just for fun. Right. So like, if I didn't get it out, it's not really any big deal. Yeah. So I think what like deadlines in class does is that there it like it gives me a bit more like incentive to like work on things, well to finish them. I, I, I like working on things, but it's hard harder finishing them, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, it, I agree with you. I, I don't think that deadlines really stop me from from doing anything. If anything, they'd cut me off from. Okay, well, I, I guess that's not true. If <laughs> if you give me more time for a project, it's really up to me if I use that extra time for anything productive yeah. or if I just sit there. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna do it in the last two days before it's due, I'm gonna do it whether or not you give me a week or two days you know what i mean so <laughs> true yeah i don't really but if it's mm-hmm. uh if i'm if i'm making something for someone especially for like christmas or a birthday or something i'll i'll work overnight for sure i get all my projects done even for school it's oh, just yeah. i don't plan out the time well i, I mean mm-hmm. if i have to stay up all night to finish it i will but i'm not lazy ted don't <laughs> yeah, I, i'm not saying <laughs> it. you're yeah. like yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of a inform. That's kind of it's still a deadline with like Christmas and birthdays and yeah. stuff. It's kind of interesting. 
Um, it's got that drive that like pushes you to get it done. Because if it's for somebody else, if it's for your professor, mm-hmm. but if it's for you, I'm not going to be mad if I stop to eat a sandwich. My client or whoever is paying me to do it is going to be mad if I stop to eat a sandwich. Does yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if I'm my own client for like a personal project, yeah, it's. I mean, if I'm going to go take a nap. That benefits me, and I can, <laughs> just, I can just push the deadline. It, better, it benefits so. the whole workforce yeah. of one, of, yeah. of me. And I might, I might try to implement more like personal deadlines for myself when I work on things. That might, like, if if it if I cross it, it's not a huge deal, but it, it's definitely like a, a like a personal deadline that I might make for myself. Yeah, like um, the NaNoWriMo thing, like National Novel Writing yeah. Month. I was just gonna is, ask. Yeah. That's it. Obviously, there's not like some like higher up that will like fire you and like make you miserable if you don't uh, like write fifty thousand words in a month. Right. Um, but it's sort it's a challenge. It's sort of like a personal like challenge that you do to motivate yourself to like crank out um, an artistic medium of dramatic writing. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't get it done, you know that you failed. <laughs> that you suck. You have to live with that. Yeah. Failure. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe. but you can always, yeah, I don't know, I, you can always talk to your friends and be like, hey, can you just check up, make sure I'm doing this? That's true. Type yeah. of thing, or uh-huh. if, if you're working on a project with somebody, mm-hmm. I guess it's, even if it's both your, like if you and I were making something, if it's both our deadline, you might want to push the deadline forward, but if I don't, we'll switch it so you don't sound bad. If <laughs> I want to push the deadline forward and you don't, it's going to drive me to work on your time frame so that mm-hmm. we can get it done. So as long as there's another person there, or if you, you tell someone that you're writing a book yeah. and then you never write a book, everyone's going to be like, the fuck? yeah, where's that book? <laughs> you were so excited about that book. Where is it? It's been years. And you're like, yeah, well, I don't know. And now you look bad. Yeah, yeah, true. Definitely incorporating other people into like projects, like helps you. It, it helps you take it a bit more seriously. Right. Because it's, it's kind of grounded in reality now, now that more people know about it. Yeah. Well, more people know about it. I wouldn't bring more people on to work on it. Oh, definitely Because not. then you've, there's a bigger chance that you're not going to ever do it. Bryce has pitched a lot of projects to us. <laughs> and as soon as he pitches it, if all four, all like all of our friends are not on board, yeah. it, it gets shut down. It's it gets never, buried. You get, you get three people Six that are like, under. oh, yeah, great idea. And one person that goes, I don't mm. know if I'm going to have time. It's over. It's, it's done. Nope. You, you forget about it. You could have all been famous and yeah. rich right there from that idea. There is a saying, I don't remember where it is, but it's like, finish 80% of what you're going to pitch to someone, otherwise it's not going to get done. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you say, like, hey, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, uh, write a book, and then they're like, oh, okay, uh, good luck with that, bye. If you say, hey, I'm 80% with the book and I'm almost done, they'd be like, whoa, that's oh, cool, that's because you actually did something. Or if you want to bring somebody else on, do it all and be like, I need you to email this file and just like hand it to them. All of this file is finished. Just do it. You can read it if you want. but or, yeah. well. but Like if I need you to edit something, I'm not going to ask you if you want to edit it. I'm going to film all of it, show up and be like, Ted. Take it. Edit it. <laughs> Sit down. And then if you say no, then, well, then I'm screwed. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. I mean, I could just try to edit it. <laughs> but, you know. True. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and the last one is just uh, how do we do you get inspired? Like how like what do you look at or what do you? It, we kind of answered that in the first one, but um, like sometimes there's a lot of like times where it's sort of a writer's block. If like like it's kind of a block with like all creative mediums, but like um, 
is it something that like is it like the act of doing it is it something inspirational like a quote that you see on the internet or something or is it like watching something like what gets you in like the working mindset Hmm. or creating mindset yeah um i i'm taking a metals and jewelry class at the moment and my professor gave us told us something um, about design he said to um uh to take if we want to you want to create something that isn't you know you don't want to make a design that's like that's just a circle or like that's just a circle within a circle he's like take it and change it and change it again and change it again so i think that a great way for people to um uh, to figure out for what, if you're writing or you want to figure out a, a film to make or you want to draw something or do something, um, take something that you like and just change that like over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until it's something different that you still enjoy. So um, right now, this I could have brought I could I should have brought it up in the first one, but I, I played a video game uh, called The Banner Saga recently, and that's um, I showed you some of the music for that. That's mm-hmm. all like Norse like Icelandic sort of like like out in the snow. Yeah, like chants and stuff like that. And so anything I I would write right now, like in my uh, typography class, we need to make our own typeface for our final project. And uh, so mine is like, I got like heavy into like Celtic knots for like the, all all the text. And I think that that's heavily influenced by, um, by that game, but I'm not stealing from that game. I just mm-hmm. like the aesthetic of that game, and if I were ever to write something that's similar to the story of that game, I could take that game and make sure that I was just changing it and changing it and changing it, mm-hmm. and have that as my starting point. But as long as you end in a place that's the beginning of your story, that's somewhere different, you can. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're fine. So you're not like stealing. I'm not saying go yeah. and take somebody's shit. And take it. Yeah, take their story it. and and rewrite it but Mm -hmm. if you like game of thrones figure out what you like about game of thrones yeah take those elements and just keep mixing them until you have your own thing and it could still sort of be sort of start with that base of like someone looks at it and they go hmm isn't that lord of the rings Mm -hmm. but as long as you keep changing it and keep doing your own thing with it you'll eventually get somewhere and that's like if you're just ever blocked i just suggest you know look at something you like and and take that and there's a lot of this stress for like uh, originality like yeah people before they create things, they're always worrying, like, isn't this just, like, Lord of the Rings or something? Lord of the Rings has been told, like, hundreds of times yeah. since it's been made. It's just that people have added other inspirations and nuances and stuff like that. So, like, there, there's another saying that's, like, um, everything that could have been possibly said in the world has already been said. Right. It's just that most people weren't listening, so we have to say it again. Right. Yeah. So, um like th- there's this like quest for like originality is not really as important as just like creating what you like and have energy for and all that because if you like something then it's a there's a good chance that other people will like it too if you draw from other sources it's what i said at the beginning it's like um if you like well, most of art is stealing and if you're stealing from one person then it's like illegal but if you're yeah. stealing from a lot of people then it's original hmm. true mm-hmm. i can definitely see that yeah, uh, I just think that that's important to, um, I guess I never, I never want to be making something that I wouldn't enjoy. You know what I mean? Like the YouTube videos that I'd make are stuff that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch my own YouTube videos. <laughs> crap. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, so all the art that I make, 
is always something that I think is cool, mm-hmm. as long as I like it. So, yeah, if I'm super into like Norse mythology at the moment, and everything I make is sort of has that like Norse theme, mm-hmm. it's I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. I think that oh, yeah. that's that that's cool. And if it's a theme that that you that's like a phase, then great. Uh, and if it's not, and you like to and you like that, and you want to stick with it, that's something. That's always really mm-hmm. cool. That's how artists get their like own individual style. Yeah. I guess is because they they think of other people's styles and inspirations, and then they uh, work off of that, and then they add their own nuances to it. That's how. Right. I guess that's how everybody has their own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's all my that's that's my three questions. I think that's I think that was pretty good. We're at about twenty four minutes. Twenty four. Wow. Okay. Twenty five minutes. Like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it felt a lot longer. Cool. I yeah. haven't. I don't. I don't know where I'm putting this up. It might be YouTube. It might be SoundCloud. I can't do YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, there's like a podcast, like Podbean and stuff like that. Podbean. I've never heard of that. Actually. Bean, like B E A N. I B-E-A. think. B E A. Yeah, like the bean that you. Yeah, eat. like a bean. Like a beanstalk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a bunch of places that could go up. True. So. Yeah. So wherever. I mean, like I would have figured that out by the time you're listening to this. Because if I didn't, then you wouldn't be listening to it. Okay, well, All right. this is the first episode, I think, or is this the first conversational episode? I mean, you should listen to it back and make sure it's not. Oh, definitely awful. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be cutting out stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh-huh. cut out me burping, burping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've hoped you enjoyed this. If this gets a lot of traffic, I guess I'll make a lot more. But I'll make a lot more anyway, so you don't really have a say in that. Right. So, okay, I will. I'll, we'll see you guys later i'll bring up new people and talk about it and stuff and yeah okay go out and create something if you're an artist who's listening to this right now pause it and do something right now go become inspired we're waiting (laughs) for you okay do it all right bye